0: You're listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, Podcast Edition, June 1st, 2011. Upcoming events The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. Struggling to find meaning, purpose, and satisfaction in life? Everyone does, but few have answers. This seminar will equip you with tools and a methodology for discerning your divinely ordained life purpose. Don't miss this opportunity to learn biblical principles that will help you discover your destiny. Peace, joy, and satisfaction will be yours only if you find and fulfill your life purpose. This event will be presented in both live and virtual settings. The next live event will be held June 2011 in Richardson, Texas, and August 2011 in Carrollton, Texas. The next webinar will be held in the fourth quarter of 2011. See the website StrategiesWork.com for details. The SLA Alumni Event. This event is exclusively for alumni of the Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. The journey of discovering your life purpose can be challenging. Periodically you need encouragement, fresh perspective, and inspiration. This is the purpose of the annual SLA alumni event. Each year this event focuses on one of the key themes from the SLA seminar and provides an oasis of refreshment for those who are truly engaged in discovering their life purpose. This year's theme is Your Plan and God's Plan. Don't miss this opportunity to be refreshed and refocused on your journey of discovering your life purpose. The next live event will be held June 24th and 25th in Dallas, and the next webinar will be held in September 2011. See StrategiesWork.com for details. The Business Transformation Series. Every organization must communicate its value proposition to potential customers and clients through a sales process. Given that people are by nature sinners, how do organizations sell to sinners? What biblical principles should be practiced attend the bts webinar selling from a biblical worldview the next webinar will be held in june 2011. see the website strategieswork.com for details these are challenging economic times there is much fear in the world now more than ever people need to understand the power of building their lives on christ only faith in christ can provide sustained victory over fear If you need help in learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. These consultants are equipped to help you grow in Christ and to find and fulfill your divinely ordained life purpose. Please contact them or contact the Strategies at Work home office if you would like our help. See StrategiesWork.com for more details. And now, Dr. Chester brings us the message titled, Success and Money.
1: Is there something in a person's worldview that determines financial success? A New York Times writer seems to think so. But before discussing this article, please allow me to remind you that every worldview is based on theology. That is a view or belief about God. Furthermore, every person, whether he or she claims to be religious or not, has a worldview that is rooted in their presupposition about God. So if there is a connection between a specific worldview and financial success, then the connection can be reduced to theology. Now let's consider the above reference article. New York Times Pulitzer Prize winning economic commentator David Linhart wrote an article titled Is Your Religion Your Financial Destiny? This was published on May 11, 2011. Linhart decided data collected by the Pew Forum on Religion and Public Life that suggests a correlation between financial success and religion. To define financial success, Pew used the metric of $75,000 per household per year. Various worldviews or religions were charted based on the percentage of households that exceeded this metric. Also, Pew noted the percentage of college graduates according to the various worldviews. Using the Pew data, Leonhardt noted that the most affluent group were Reformed Jews. 67 percent of those households made more than 75,000 per year. Hindus were second with 65 percent. Conservative Jews were third at 57 percent. Secular humanists, presumably atheists, scored less than 40 percent. And at the bottom of the list were Pentecostals, Jehovah's Witnesses, and Baptists, each less than 20 percent. Apparently inspired by The article Fox Business interviewed a reformed Jewish rabbi on May 18, 2011. According to Rabbi Botich, a reformed Jew is one who believes in the principles of Judaism, but does not practice the religious rituals. When asked why reformed Jews are the most prosperous, the rabbi noted three things. First, Judaism is not aristocratic everyone is a child of God and therefore has the opportunity to achieve financial success second salvation comes from good acts not from Jesus or someone else there is no fate only self-fine destiny this means that each person has the power to determine his or her own destiny because nothing is scripted education is critical according to the Pew Research reformed Jews are second only to Hindus in their commitment to education Furthermore, Reformed Jews seek to learn from all worldviews, that is, their syncretistic. Now let's analyze the rabbi's theory from a biblical worldview. Number one, the rabbi is a theist who believes that there is a creator who created based on the principle of egalitarianism. Furthermore, being a Jew, the rabbi would not include the New Testament in his scripture. His scripture would be limited to the Old Testament. Biblically, God is a creator of all, but he is not egalitarian. The scripture teaches that God creates each person for his own specific purpose. See Proverbs 16.4 for an example. In that sense, we are not all equal. Also, the Bible is not just the Old Testament. It encompasses the New Testament as well. The rabbi understands that reality—that the reality is that man is a sinner and therefore subject to divine judgment. He believes that each person can do works that can save him from divine judgment. Biblically, each person is in a state of depravity, but there's nothing that any person can do to save themselves. See Romans 3.23. Christ singularly provides the remedy for the human condition. Philippians three verses 1 through 11 Salvation is based on the sovereign work of God acting by grace through faith in Christ alone. It is not based on any human works. Furthermore, God is a plan and purpose for each person. Therefore, there is a metanarrative that is being played out in history. The role of each human being is to find and fulfill their divinely ordained life purpose and therefore play their role in the meta-narrative. The rabbi noted that education is a key to a person defining his or her destiny. Education is an essential tool to enable each person to live wisely and achieve his or her potential. The Apostle Paul included knowledge in his list of seven virtues that distinguish a genuine believer from a counterfeit, see 2 Peter 1. In the original language of this New Testament text, the word translated knowledge in 2 Peter 1 verses 5 and 6 refers to general knowledge. This suggests that genuine Christians enjoy learning about God's creation. Psalm 111 verse 2 contains the same idea, great are the works of the Lord they are pondered by all who delight in them this is the reading in the NIV but education does not define a person's destiny a person's individual destiny is the purview of God education will help prepare and direct a person toward their divinely ordained life purpose based on the above analysis one can readily see that there is a blend of truth and error in the rabbi's theory of why reformed Jews typically earn more money than those with different worldviews there does seem to be a correlation between the income earning capability and one's worldview so this begs the question what would be the earning potential of a person with a worldview that was more correctly aligned with truth texts such as Psalm 1 clearly state that blessings of all types including financial blessings, flow from alignment with the will and ways of God. By the phrase will of God, I mean God's specific purpose for each person and organization. And by the phrase ways of God, I mean the values and principles and practices that God has defined for his created beings to use to live wisely in his universe. So alignment with the will and ways of God is tantamount to alignment with a biblical worldview. If a biblical worldview is the only correct worldview, then a biblical worldview is a critical factor in facilitating divine blessings in the lives of people and in releasing them to their full potential in the destiny of God. When people are aligned with the will and ways of God, they are aligned with the kingdom of God. That is God's rule and reign in their, in, is a reality in their lives. For people living at this level of alignment with God, there is always financial provision, Because God funds his will. See Matthew 6.33. So why aren't people with a biblical worldview the most financially successful people? The reason is that God does not measure success using money. Pew's metric is flawed. To measure success in God's universe, we must use God's metric. His metric, as defined in John 17 verse 4, is obedience to the will and ways of God. Wealth is simply a tool to enable people to obey God. Wealth is not a measure of success. In the end, wealth is worthless. Therefore, in the final analysis, the only thing that will matter will be righteousness. Another way to say living in alignment with the will and ways of God. See Proverbs 11.4. From a biblical worldview, we must get clear on the end game. Life is not about money or tangible wealth. This can never be the real definition of success. Life is about true riches, spiritual wealth that flows from living a life of alignment with the will and ways of God. People who live this way will be successful. At the end of their lives, they will hear the words, well done. And along the way, they will have everything they need to do the will of God according to the ways of God.